Continuing the Maimer Bachoidesh Hashlishi. We have been discussing the necessary meditation in order for a person to have a feeling of yearning for Hashem, to be able to completely transcend all of one's bodily limitations and concerns and to be able to desire Hashem, the infinite Hashem. We say, it says, I, God, have not changed. And you, you, the children of Yaakov, have not perished. Now, which translated as perished, can also mean expired. Like in the expression, the expiration of the soul and desire for Hashem. So here the Navi is expressing his wonderment about the Jewish people. He says the following, Why is it? That understanding that on the violation, you see, I, God, have not changed, did not lead to Kilisa. Why did your souls not expire in yearning for Hashem? To explain, when we talk about the idea of change, change results from a connection between two entities. Since they're connected, when one is affected, the other also changes. If you care about somebody, and something happens in their life, something good, they won the lottery, something, God forbid, negative, they, 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 their house burnt down, whatever. So if you care about them, that, so then what happens to them, whether it's good or bad, is going to affect you. But if you don't have anything to do with the other person, because there's no connection, you don't know them, you don't feel for them, there's no, there's no relationship. So whether it's something good, they win the lottery, their house burns down, it doesn't... It doesn't Affect you because you're not connected. So when you say when God says, "I God have not changed," so that is relating to the essence of Hashem. That is a level of Hashem that is above any connection to existence. So seemingly becoming aware of this level, that should should bring out a person's very strong desire to connect to it. How Hashem is completely beyond the world. It's completely, as we explained. That, that's just a ray of Hashem that brings the, gives energy to the world. Hashem is so infinite, so vast, and so much beyond all the worlds. Seemingly that should, if a person becomes aware of this, of this level of Nehavai how Hashem is so great, and so vast, and so beyond us, shouldn't a person desire to connect to this level of Hashem, to the essence of Hashem? So what's the problem? So the Alta Rebbe explains, Ah, however, there's a factor that prevents and keeps the soul from reaching this bittal. Like it says, You, the children of Yaakov, have not expired. You have not reached this level of close and nefesh, of yearning to attach yourselves to the, to the essence of Hashem. That even though a person contemplates the greatness of Hashem's infinity and understands that I, God, have not changed. So, <laughs> we're talking about a person that understands this concept. We're not talking about somebody who doesn't think about it at all. We're talking about a person that learns Hasidus and understands this, this could understand and appreciate this idea of an Shinisi and meditates on it and does all that work. But still, the person will not necessarily merit to attain the level and rung of Avram, who as a result of such meditation became Hashem's chariot, became Hashem's Merkava, like we explained, devoted to him with ultimate bittal and sublime love. And what is the reason for this? Says the Alter Rebbe, the weakness and the, of the power of the soul. It doesn't have the strength 
to depart from its encasement and imprisonment in the body and in the animal soul. And this is intimated by the verse, my strength has failed due to my sin. In other words, because of sin, the power of the soul was debilitated and weakened. As implied by the verse, instead it is your sins that have separated between you and your God. Now we should point out the following. In Tanya Negeres HaTshuva chapter 5, Al-Tarebbe explains that this verse does not only refer to the relationship between Jews and Hashem above, but the relationship that a Jew has with his or her own personal spark of godliness. Sin, doing something against Hashem's will, and by extension, as Al-Tarebbe is going to explain, any physically oriented activity, even if it's not a sin per se, separates between a person's mind and heart and the inner divine spark vested within it. This separation prevents a person from experiencing the bittal and yearning for godliness that his awareness of God's essence would otherwise evoke. Zalterebbe now says the intent is not only actual sins, even conduct that reinforces the material nature of the body and its physicality becomes a dividing partition between the person and his inner godly nature. These are the boundaries and limitations that encase the soul and, and, and draw it down until it is drawn after them and can no longer ascend and depart from them. Concerning such a state, it is said, I saw the oppression of your ancestors. On a simple level, this verse is talking about God's awareness of the oppression that the Jewish nation suffered in Egypt. In a personal sense, it's talking about Hashem's sensitivity to the inner struggle that every person faces with his or her own personal Egypt. The boundaries and limits that draw him or her down to material consciousness and hold back the expression of his spiritual potentials. So, so your ancestors refers to the attributes of love and fear. Avram is identified with the attribute of love, Yitzchak with fear, etc. So Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov endowed this, their spiritual legacy, the attributes of love, fear, and mercy, respectively, to every Jew. This concludes the first section of the Maimar B'Chodesh HaShlishi, Tomorrow we will summarize this first section. Have a wonderful day.